Give honor to God and all the saints, thanking God for the privilege of prayer, giving God all the praise, all the glory. God, I just thank you, God, for you being God. I thank you, God, for the memorial service I had for my mom <clears throat> uh, this weekend. I thank you, God, to know that she's with you and that you're covering her. I thank you, God, for blessing my mother, my brother, my father, and my sister. God, I ask you to shield each and every one of us, Heavenly Father, from any any further type of eugenic assassination programming. God, I bind and rebuke that demon spirit of untimely death, of induced hospitalization, hospital, hospital killings, induced encounters with police, the use of the criminal use of police to do the work of Satanists. I bind and rebuke proxy killing. I bind and rebuke demons putting their old cursed uh, illnesses on younger people. I bind and rebuke the spirit of envy. God, I ask you, God, for divine intervention. I ask you, God, to educate us as we go into this reading on the different type, 12 different types of prayer as we cover at least uh, six of them tonight, as there are 12 and it's a long chapter. God, I thank you for bringing us through this week, for covering us with your blood for the land of the living. You didn't have to do it, God, but you did. And I ask you, God, to cover each and every one of us for the week that's coming. Bind, set back, send it back, any curse, any spell, any harm. Any trick of the devil, send it back to the pit of hell it came from in the name of Jesus. God, I exalt you. I praise your name. I glorify your name. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for you being God. I thank you, God, for all you've done, all you're going to do. I ask you, Lord, to bless each and every one of our bloodlines. Bless our children, our children's children, our nieces, our nephew. I call my nephews blessed men of God. Ruth Scott to be covered by the blood of Jesus. E.J. Scott to be covered. Elijah Scott to be covered by the blood of Jesus. Lord, bless Wahida's children. <clears throat> bless Anne's children. Bless Anne's mother. Cover her. God, help her. Bring her through the attacks they have on her. God, I just give you all the praise and the glory. Actually, Lord, to bless all my associates. Keep them under your wings, Heavenly Father. Protect them in their coming and going. Every plot of Satan may go back to the pit of hell it came from. Bless the, the treasured individual community. God, give them the strength to continue to be onward Christian soldiers. Marching on and on, fighting the fight of human rights. God, hear our prayer, Heavenly Father. Take this sick program, this assassination programming, by proxy, through third parties, take it out of the secrecy mode, dear God, and put it on full explosion so it can be shut down. Let it be transparent, indisputable, and people outraged that these crimes continue to exist. God, I bind and rebuke the use of the courts to disable public protections. I bind and rebuke the use of the police departments to disable public protections. I bind and rebuke every plot and plan of Satan 
to try to use our governing structures to create a master slave society by the obstruction of the rule of law. I bind it, rebuke it, I send it back to the pit of hell. Let every ritual done for these demons to get world power through the blood of Jesus Christ, let those rituals be null and void, Heavenly Father. Let them be as if they never occurred. God, we just praise you, we glorify you, we thank you, God, for you being God. We thank you, God, for what you're yet to do for us so that we can advance the kingdom of God. We thank you, God, for using us. We thank you, God, for the privilege of prayer. We thank you, God, that we can come together and exalt your name. Thank you, God, for you being God. God, we give you all the praise. God, we give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll do the prayer uh, afterwards. Because I I, I, this is a long chapter, it's 40 pages. I'm going to try and do six of the uh, different types of prayer. The topic is 12 different types of prayer. I'm reading from Secrets of a Prayer Warrior by Derek Prince. We're looking at 12 different types of prayer. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Matthew 18, verses 19 to 20. This scripture gives us an important principle for putting to use our foundations for effective prayer. It is what I call the prayer symphony, and I use the word symphony deliberately. The word agree used here is actually a musical term. It is taken from the Greek word symphonio, and it gives us the English word symphony by direct derivation. The basic concept concept is one of harmony. The English words gathered together mean literally have been led together. When we talk about being led in prayer, we come to the question, Lord, by, led by whom? By who? The answer is given in Romans 8, 14, for as many as led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Just as the Holy Spirit leads us to understand God's will in Scripture, so he leads us in praying it back to God. Jesus was saying in this verse, then that any time two or three have been led by the Holy Spirit into a meeting place, which is the name which is the name of Jesus, then they can count on his presence. Additionally, if these ones shall symphonize, shall come together in perfect harmony concerning anything that they shall ask, then it will be done for them. Notice that Jesus did not say, when two Baptists meet together, I'll be there. When three Pentecostals or Catholics or Methodists meet together, I'll be there. A lot of people misapply this scripture. They talk about the presence of Jesus when, believe me, he's a long way off. He has tied himself only to those who are, who are led by the Spirit of God to come in, to come in his name. God has <clears throat> God also gives us here, I think. A new vision of corporate prayer. 
it might be the case that two or three of us are sitting together in a group. Our traditional view of the verse might also be the case that we are scattered physically in different places in solitary prayer closets. And our prayers will come up before the Lord's presence as one corporate sound as we pray, his will in his name. Now I'm also no professional musician, but I do know that basically a symphony comprises several components. It requires a conductor, a score and an orchestra, meaning the musicians and their instruments. In our symphony of prayer, the conductor is the Holy Spirit. The score is the will of God as revealed in his word. The musician are those brought together in the name of Jesus. With these components in place, the Holy Spirit lifts the baton, the baton, the baton of his authority and unites the playing, excuse me, of many different instruments. I would like to think about prayer as taking our place in an orchestra playing instruments. We are not confined to one instrument, of course, although one may probably have all affinity for a particular one. These instruments are praise, thanksgiving, worship, petition, intercession, supplication, command, commitment, dedication, persistence, blessing, and curse. This list is not exhaustive. There are more, but this will be sufficient to keep us informed. These instruments will help equip us to pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests, Ephesians 6.18. One type of prayer is praise and thanksgiving. I always like to begin times of prayer with these two instruments, praise and thanksgiving. Praise is offered to God for who he is and what he has done and what he does in general. Thanksgiving is offered to God for what he has done for us in particular. Now granted, if we are having an emergency, we are about to slide into another car ahead of us, then we do not have time to do a lot of talking. But apart from that, it is a good principle to start with these two instruments, praise and thanksgiving. In Psalms 48, one, it tells us great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Praise is vocal, it is uttered. Praise should be offered in proportion to God's own person. He is great, great in wisdom, great in power, great in his creative works. Great in his redemptive acts, great in his dealings with us. Everything that God is and does is great. Therefore, he should therefore be greatly praised. We never waste time when we're praising the Lord. Most of us do it far too little. Thanksgiving is also vocal. It takes all the greatness that is universal about God and it makes it specific for one particular case. Listen to what Paul said. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Philippians 4, 6. As I understand it, 
thanksgiving and praise give us direct access to God. In Psalms 100 verse 4, it gives these familiar words. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. The gate leads into the courts. The courts lead into his presence. You get through the gates with thanksgiving and through the courts with praise. Then you are there. Without these instruments, we are something like the 10 lepers who came to Jesus for help. They stood at a distance and cried out, Lord, have mercy on us, Luke 17, 11. He did have mercy on them, but they never had access to him. A lot, millions of Christians pray like that. Lord, help me, I need money, heal me. But they're crying from a distance because they're not using a powerful means of access to God. In the story of the lepers, you will find that one of them returned to give thanks. And when he did that, he had direct access to Jesus. The Bible says all 10 of them were healed, but only one was saved. By giving thanks, he got spiritual as well as physical benefits. I was speaking to, in, I was speaking in Jerusalem one time when an old Christian came up to me, I mean, old in every way. He was tall as I was, and he had been in the, he had been in the Lord longer than I, a very respected man of God. I had been speaking on this subject and thought it was something everybody knows about, but he said, you caught me right between the eyes about coming into God's presence with praise and thanksgiving. He had been a Christian for 50 years and apparently had never understood this principle. A beautiful phrase in Isaiah gives us another image of coming into God's presence. It is a prophetic description of the city of God, the place where God dwells, the home of God's people. Speaking of this beautiful place, Isaiah said, you shall call your wall salvation and your gates praise, Isaiah 60, 18. The walls of the city are salvation. That refers to God's provision and protection for his people. Salvation is the great all-inclusive word for every benefit and every blessing that was purchased for us by the death of Jesus on the cross. The cities whose walls are salvation also has gates. The book of Revelation tells us clearly that the only way into his glorious city is through the gate. See Revelations 21 through 25 or 27 and 22. If we want to get into the city of salvation, if we want to get into the presence of God, if we want to come into the enjoyment of all God's provisions and protection and blessings for his people, then we must enter the gates with praise and worship. We must enter through the gate of praise. John Wesley wrote this book in his journal. He said, I am persuaded that God does everything by prayer and nothing without it. I would say amen to that, Paul said, in everything by prayer and supplication. Let your requests be made known to God. But he added, with thanksgiving, Philippians 4, 6. In other words, when you come to God with your request, never fail to start by thanking him. These, there is a city in Northern Ireland called Bangor that the roof that his um the author's wife Ruth 
and he had a long connection with. In this city lived a group of monks who for more than 100 years maintained unceasing thanksgiving and praise to God. 24 hours a day, every week, every day, every year. They were pretty tough, those old monks. If they thought they might fall asleep on the job, they would wade out into the river and stand up to their necks in water. Wow. If you go there, I think you will sense something different about that place. It's different from any other city. In fact, the city of Bangor is right next to a city called Hollywood. Bangor, with its history of continuous praise, also has a history of many visitations of God. Hollywood, which is physically con contiguous, never had a visitation until just recently. Hollywood, by the way, is called Hollywood because it contains a grove that was sacred to Druidic worship. Until we discern the reason why the spirit of God never rested on Hollywood, nothing happened there. When we understood that we had to break that satanic power over it, we experienced something of a release of God's spirit in the place. Wow, there was a satanic curse over it. Put simply, then you praise God for his, when you praise God for his greatness, you thank God for his goodness to you, for all that he has done and all that he is doing. Oh boy. In the name of Jesus, amen. Yes, I'm reading. I'm reading. As when I'm done, we can. I'll let you. I'll let you pray, okay? Or you, you can come in, okay? Okay. You, sorry, it was a misunderstanding with a a text I got. With, you know, from the night I was you. Oh no, that was Nina. That's no prayer. She's not gonna be on prayer. So I tell you, not doing it. Oh, we're gonna talk instead. That was okay. I'm looking at the different types of prayer. One is praise and thanksgiving. I just read that. Now I'm gonna look at worship. Worship is poorly understood in contemporary Christian Christian in contemporary Christianity. I don't want the echo. Worship is not singing hymns or choruses. Worship is not a declaration of God's attributes. Vocal expressions has to do with praise and thanksgiving. Worship has to do with attitude. Most of the words translated worship, both in the Old Testament and in the New, describe primarily an attitude of the body. Different attitudes are represented by different words. One means to bend the head low. Another means to bend the upper part of the body forward and stretch, and stretch out the hands. A third means to prostrate oneself face downward in the presence of the one whom one is worshiping. Thanksgiving and praise are vocal, meaning they come out of our mouth. Worship is the attitude or position of the body. I didn't know that. In which we come. Now, I do not mean to say that worship cannot be expressed vocally, but it's not worship if it is not an attitude of the body. 
In the sixth chapter of Isaiah, the prophet described a vision of the throne of God. Above it, he saw the seraphim, the burning fiery creatures that surround God's throne. He saw that each had six wings and he saw how they used them. With one pair of wings, the seraphim covered their faces. With the second pair, they covered their feet. With the third pair, they flew. We understand from this picture that two pairs of wings are given to worship, indicated by covering their faces and feet, and the third pair to service, indicated by flying. This tells us that worship comes before service, and also that worship is twice as important as service. Worship, in a sense, is covering your face and your body. It is bowing low. It's bending the head. Of course, this does not have to be solely a description of the physical body. We are talking about something in the spirit, the approach of our spirits to God. Jesus said, the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, John 4, 23. This is represented in the Lord's Prayer. In this manner, therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, Matthew 6, 9. After we have first addressed God, the next thing we say, hallowed be thy name. Your name is holy. It is a privilege even to use your name. We do it with reverence. We do it in lowliness. We do it in awe and wonder and honor. That is worship, a heart bowed low in God's presence. So we have praise and thanksgiving, and worship is another type of prayer. Another type of prayer is petition. This instrument the most people mean when they talk about prayer is petition, asking for physical and material needs to be met. But remember, praying is not just thinking of anything we want and asking for it. Praying is discovering God's revealed purpose in scripture and then praying for our outworking of that purpose. Look again at 1 John 5, 14. Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked him of. We have asked of him. That is petition, asking for things. We look at this verse in chapter two and we learn that if we're asking according to his will, then he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, then we have what we ask for. If we are making a petition and we are praying in the will of God, we should walk away knowing we have received what he is, what we have asked. One of the great secrets of getting things from God is receiving. Lots of people ask but never receive. There is an old song that was sung to the tune of in the cross, in the cross, be my glory ever. When you pray, when you pray, do you pray believing? Do you pray the Bible way, asking and receiving? It is not just asking that is important, but it's asking and receiving. I have seen this many times. God touches someone with a healing touch, 
but the person does not receive it. One way not to receive an answer to a petition is to go on praying for it. Some people pray themselves into faith and then pray themselves out of faith. Another scripture is even more emphatic. Jesus was speaking about this very matter of petition when he said this. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Mark eleven twenty four. 24. Some, <clears throat> some translations say, believe that you received them and that it is, that is not correct or at least not literal. The New International Version is more accurate in this instance. Believe that you have received it. When do you receive the things you ask for when you pray? Notice this. Through receiving, re though receiving is not the same as having, re receiving is settling it. Having is the experience that follows. The actual experience of having what we have prayed for may have to wait. But by faith, we receive what we pray for when we pray. Say you have a financial need, you pray. You're in touch with God. You say, God, we need $2,000 by Thursday. Then you say, thank you, God. You have received it. Nothing has changed in the circumstances, but you have received it. You will have it. I sometimes define our stance in this intermediate state as keeping the plug in. Let me give you an example. The author says he first met his wife in Jerusalem when she was virtually crippled. She had fallen while going downstairs and had seriously ruptured a disc. She spent most of her time lying in bed and was in continuous pain. In addition to her ruptured disc, she had curvature of the spine and the curvature was just at the point where the disc had ruptured. She made both of them, which made both of them worse. God has given me special faith for people with back problems, and I went out of a sense of duty and prayed for her. I was not at the same, I was not at the same time, let me say, looking for a wife that was an extra benefit. <clears throat> Excuse me. After I had prayed, I was a little disappointed that there was no immediate or dramatic improvement in her condition. But thank God she's a woman of faith. I told her as I tell others, now you're plugged into God's supernatural power. Keep the plug in. How do you do that? Basically by thanking God. If you made a petition regarding any type of healing, for instance, you say, thank you, Lord, you touch me. Your power is at work in my body. Every time you feel a twinge of pain or you see a symptom, you say, thank you, Lord, for the healing. Your supernatural powers at work in my body. And as you respond that way, the healing is completed. Ruth, his wife, had the faith and the guts to keep the plug into God and just thank God continually for her healing. Her spine began to improve a little, but not very much. In the meantime, she realized that she had never really considered what it meant to care for her body as the temple of the Holy Spirit. While she keeps the plug in, that means while she keeps the faith, she also began to care for her body with discipline such as exercise.
Okay. A good many months later, she was in a meeting when the spirit of rejoicing came over the people. She got up and began to dance, and as she was dancing before the Lord, not even thinking about the physical condition, her ruptured disc was healed instantly. But you see, she had to plug in. She kept the faith. Years later, she had no ruptured disc, and her spine was straight. It had never been straight since childhood. That is plugging into God's purpose and keeping the plug in until you have the answer to your petition. Do you see that in this matter of prayer is not enough to have faith? You need faith and patience. Consider Abraham. God promised him a great multitude of descendants when he had no children. But scripture says that after Abraham had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Hebrews 6.15. How long did he wait? Woo, 25 years. Wow. He was 99 years old before he had a promised son. Think of the endless times that he must have been tempted to doubt, to take the plug out. In Hebrews 10.36, it tells us that we have need of endurance so that after we have done all the will of God, we may receive the promise. In that gap between doing the will of God and receiving the promise, we can do two things. We can keep the faith which means to keep the plug in or we can pull it out. If we pull the plug out, then we'll get nothing. If we keep our faith and we stand on God's word and we keep the plug in, we will get everything. What, what is God testing? testing? He's testing what is called our perseverance. Sometimes that can help us in this process of keeping the plug in is learning to make the right confession that is declaring our faith boldly with our lips. I have found that there are certain ways to express our faith and have tremendous power. They release the power of God and they encourage us and strengthen us. Very often when I am praying in the morning or at the end of the day, I make these simple confessions. Here, for instance, is a statement that concerns the body that I'm that I say several times, that I, the body that I say several times a week. My body is the temple of the Lord, of the Holy Spirit, redeemed and cleansed and sanctified by the blood of Jesus. My members are instruments of righteousness yielded to God for his service and for his glory. The devil has no place in my body, no power over me, no unsettled claims against me, all has been settled by the blood of Jesus. I overcome Satan by the blood of the lamb and by the word of my testimony. Another one of my favorites is a verse from 2 Corinthians 2.14. But thanks be to God who has always leads us in triumph, procession in Christ and through us spreads, and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. To me, what is such a beautiful thought if we walk in Christ's victory, our victory, our of that victory, there is fragrance that is wafted abroad by the Holy Spirit and it blesses all those with whom we come in contact. Let me give you a few more examples of things that I have petitioned God for. First and foremost, 
Remember this, if you're going to petition God for something, always begin with thanksgiving. Thank God first. Don't just beg. God had God thank God for something. Always begin a prayer with thanksgiving. Never go straight into petition and never use petition as a way to parade someone's faults before God. Sometimes we might see something that needs to be corrected in the life of a certain person. We may feel free to pray in a positive way for that correction, but we must make it a principle never to pray like that for a person until we have found something in that person's life or ministry to give thanks to God for. Now, suppose I'd like to petition God for a certain aspect of the ministry in which I'm involved. First, I might thank God for the continuing expansion of our ministry. Then I could thank him for all of the people who are involved in the work of the ministry. I can then begin to petition God. I could ask God for protection and direction in the continuing development and outreach of the radio ministry and all who serve in that capacity. I would then persevere in that prayer by continuing to thank him for hearing the prayer and believing that I have received these things. Or suppose I'm praying for Israel. I might begin with thank, thanksgiving for God's covenant, keeping faithfulness to Israel and for his watching over his words and for his watching over his word to them to see that it is fulfilled. Then I can go into the prayer of petition, asking God to raise up leadership in Israel inspired by biblical faith, leadership that is able to heal the longstanding divisions and guide Israel into her inheritance. The prayer of petition is a prayer of receiving, which sometimes require perseverance and endurance to hold on and endurance. As we will see, this is a, this is different from the prayer of persistence, which helps, which keeps knocking at the door. So I think as treasured individuals, the prayer of petition is where we put a lot of our focus on, but we're learning today that there are different types of prayer. And most prayers, all prayers should begin with praise and thanksgiving. That's first of all, and we read that, praise and thanksgiving and then now we're looking at the prayer of uh, petition. Also worship, we learned that worship is not just saying, Lord, I worship you, it's the, the, what we do, what our body does, whether we get on our knees, whether we build, build, put our head down, the different ways of praying. This is from Secrets of a Prayer Warrior, 12 different types of prayer we've covered so far, praise and thanksgiving, we've covered worship, and we just covered petition. Now, this is a long chapter. This is, um, but I'm going to read one more or two more. Um, this surprised me as a prayer. It said, all right, I want to read, uh, yeah, praying in faith is important too, but cursing. This was, I'm going to do blessings first. Uh, this is a, a type of prayer. It's called, this is a prayer blessing. It, it says the last two. I didn't read all of them. I'll read the other ones um, next week if we can. The last two prayers in this symphony are blessing and curses. 
I didn't know you can pray as a curse. That's what. Here is a biblical prayer of blessing that will likely be familiar to us. Speak to Aaron and his son, saying, Wait, I need somebody. Okay. Speak to Aaron and his son, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make it make make his face shine upon you. And be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Number 623. So here are six blessings that we can pray for someone we want to be to bless. One, that the Lord bless them. Two, that he keeps you that he makes, makes his face shine upon you, to be gracious to you, to lift up the continents upon you, and to give you peace. Whenever I read these blessings, I kept thinking that six was not a perfect number. There has to be something more, and God showed me this in the next verse. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I will bless them, verse 27. That is the seventh blessing. Putting his name on them makes them complete. Parents, that is how you can bless your children. You can put the name of the Lord upon them every day when they go to school or about their various activities, and he will keep them. What a privilege it is to be able to bless. Now, cursing. This is a different type of praying. So we can, when we bless blessings, we ask God to cover our children, protect them, watch over them, bless them. Cursing. The other side of blessing is cursing. Most Christians are not aware that we're also charged to curse. I didn't know that. But let me say initially that this is not a license to bring destruction wherever you choose. Let's return to the story in Matthew 21 of Jesus walking past the fig tree that had no fruit on it, only leaves. A lot of plans and programs and other things we see today look as though they might have fruit, but there is none when you look closer. Jesus was not indifferent about this. He did not say, well, nothing there. He said, let no one ever eat fruit from you again. The next morning, as we have noted, then they passed by the fig tree. It was withered from the roots. The dis disciples were impressed, and this is what Jesus said to them. So Jesus answered and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and you do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. Matthew 21, 21. Now, we all focus on removing the mountain, but Jesus said we can also do what was done to the fig tree. It was cursed. I was part of the leadership team of a church in downtown Chicago. This is the author speaking in the late 1960s. The church was on a corner and stood wall to wall with a liquor store. That store was a wicked place, a center of prostitution and drugs, as well as drunkenness. One evening, we were having a prayer meeting in the church, and I was on the platform, and something came over me, and I stood up and said, Lord, I curse that liquor store in the name of Jesus. I then forgot it. I forgot about it. 
That was in October, just before Christmas time. I got a phone call at four in the morning. A dear lady from the church was on the line and said, Brother Prince, the church is burning. Now, at that time, the temperature outside was about 20 degrees below zero. I must say that Lydia and I were not strongly motivated to go stand outside. Rather reluctantly, we got out of bed and we climbed into the car and drove down to the church. We could see the flames two or three blocks away. When we got there, however, we discovered that the church was not burning, it was the liquor store. The church was not out of danger. However, the wind off Lake Michigan was blowing and the flames directly toward, toward it. But as we stood before shivering the wind, direction changed 180 degrees and blew the flames away from the church. The church suffered no damage at all except minimal smoke damage, but the liquor store was demolished. The Chicago fire chief said to the elder of the church, you must have a special relationship with the man upstairs. Well, I know why that liquor store burned down. I had cursed it. And I tell you, it did not make me feel proud. It scared me. I knew that I had better think about what I said from then on. But I think that if the Spirit of God prompts you to use this kind of prayer, to curse a eugenics program in the name of Jesus, it can further the purposes of God. Jesus was never indifferent. He was never neutral. He was either for or against, and he expected everybody to be like that, to be like him. And finally, praying in faith. Jesus said men ought to persist in prayer and not faint. See Luke 18.1. I think Ruth and I discovered, this is the author and his wife, they discovered that this is one of the great tests of fitness for taking our places in his symphony. Christian character involves persistence in prayer. It is not going to God with a shopping list. That is hardly praying at all. Remember that Jesus said, your father knows what you need before you ask him. See Matthew 6, 8. You do not have to tell God what you need. What is important is that we get into such a relationship with God that when we do tell him what we need, we know we are going to get it. There's some things that I've been praying for for 10 years, they have not come yet. When that happens, you discover whether you are praying in faith or unbelief. If you are praying in unbelief, you probably say I've been praying for 10 years and nothing has happened. But if you're praying in faith, you say the answer is 10 years nearer than when I started praying. I hope this has created in us a desire to learn to play the different instruments. It is a wonderful thing to be part of this divine symphony of prayer. As we pray in harmony with others, under the baton of the Holy Spirit, in accordance with the will of God as revealed in his word, Jesus said that our prayers will be answered. Now, let's learn more about how to know God's will for our prayers. And that's the next chapter, God's will for our prayers. Okay, so we took a look at praying in faith. We took a look at blessing and cursing. I didn't know 
that um yeah I didn't really know that you could you know not not uh just randomly curse in prayer but if something is harming God's people and God's kingdom we have a right to say in the name of Jesus I curse that eugenics program I curse assassination programming in the name of Jesus through the blood of Jesus I ask you heavenly father to demolish each and every one of these eugenic programs God, I ask you to give us the strength to not give up, to keep on praying and know that you're real and say, thank you, God. We see it coming. The day is coming when it's coming on the news. America must apologize for allowing a shadow government to kill its people. We bind and rebuke the spirit of eugenic assassination programming. We bind it. We curse it that it is to be destroyed and exposed, the secrecy curse, the witchcraft in it, the putting spells on the United States governing structures, we bind it, we curse that thing in the name of Jesus. We call it null and void. Everything that was done to put a program with power out of the alignment of God, we bind it, curse it, and send it back to the pit of hell. And I ask you, God, to give every treasured individual the spirit to not give up, to maintain this thing called endurance and perseverance, and knowing that through God all things are possible, that God is the God of miracles. I plead the blood of Jesus that not another family member will be killed untimely. I bind and rebuke hospital killings. I bind and rebuke induced hospitalizations. I bind and rebuke electronic torture, the pain. I thank you, God, for the healing in my, in my leg. I bind and rebuke trying to disable someone. I curse the person that put these things on this earth. I curse the people in the name of Jesus that are using directed energy weapons to induce people in the medical system with a false diagnosis just to get them on a medication that can pay the directed energy weapon person, the doctor, everybody affiliated with the programming. I bind it. I call that program cursed, exposed in the name of Jesus. They will no longer exploit people through sickness and illness and false diagnosis. The blood of Jesus is against that programming. I thank you, God, for the privilege of prayer. I thank you, God, for praise and worship. I thank you, God, for teaching us how to, how to pray effectively. I give you all the praise and the glory, and I thank you, God, for the week we have coming before us. Every plan and plot of Satan, destroy it. It won't work. We decree in, in advance, God is all-powerful, omniscient. We plead the blood of Jesus on the executive branch of government, the legislative branch of government, and the judicial branch of government. We come against and curse that program that's, that's denying people equal protection of the law in the courts to try to discourage people from going to court. We bind and rebuke every plot and plan to turn this society into a master-slave society. 
by denied equal protection of the law. God, we thank you for the ultimate protection of the law, and that is you. Our constitutional rights is just a supplemental, but God, it is you that carry us, and we give you all the praise and the glory. We exalt you, Heavenly Father. We magnify your name. We thank you, God, for what you have yet to do and all that you've done. We thank you, God, that we know that you are the almighty God, that no matter how much money these demons have, they can't touch God's power. They can't touch God's favor. So I ask you, Lord, to bless each and every one of us with your favor on our lives, to turn things around. Give us the healing. And we can say, thank you, Lord. We're walking and talking and no more pain. We bind and rebuke the spirit of induced pain. We send that demon back to the pit of hell. We curse that demon spirit of pain management. Pain management of people is nothing but slavery. Send it back to the sender in the name of Jesus. Triple fold. Back to the pit of hell that it came from. We bind and rebuke the demon spirit of ignorance and the demon spirit of disabled public protection offices to not help people come against this demon program. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We praise you and we exalt you. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome, Mel. Amen. Welcome, Wahida. Welcome, everybody. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Go ahead, Wahida. Okay, you want to? Heavenly Father God, I give you praise. I give you thanks. I honor you. I cherish you. I believe in you. I know that you is the one true God of the world. I love you. I bless you. Heavenly Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Father God, thank you so much for life. For me, my children, my whole bloodline, for all of the eyes, Miriam, Anne, Macy, Nina, all that are on the line, Kelvin. Melvin. um, Melvin? Melvin. Right. Yes. Everybody, Father, who are suffering, thank you for giving us life, food, shelter, clothing. Please continue to guide and protect us, and please continue to destroy and expose all these these programs that they have going on, taking over your good people, humanity. It's way too long they're doing it, and they're getting away with it, Father. You have to put a stop to it. You have to intervene. Only you can do it, Father. It's so far gone. I am hoping and praying that you would put an end to it and I will hear one day the program is stopped, exposed, and let all those who are involved. Amen. So, 
to pay for what they did to so many innocent people. So many are killed, including my father, Mary, and mom, and dad, and every, you know, every person that was killed, father, they took their lives away. And they're, they're enjoying material things, money, cars, and yard work, and gift card, and house fixing, everything just killing people, torturing people, doing wrong things to people. I see it every day where I live. So I am speaking what I see. And I'm being tortured in my home along with my kids, Father. This has to come to an end. You have to put this to an end, Father. No evil men or women should shed our bloods or our lives. Mm -hmm. Our lives and blood are precious in your eyes. We shall live to serve you and do your work all the days of our lives. Any weapon formed against us shall not prosper, but go back to the rightful owner, and they shall go into the pit of hell and perish forever along with their generation. And save us, Father. Save us from them. Thank you for keeping my son home. Please, Father, never let him go back there. Never. When they induce sickness, let him know he have to. He have to stay away from the hospital and try to to heal himself. It's possible through you. Thank you so much for giving me strength to deal with everything I have to deal with. Please destroy all the weapons my neighbors are are directing onto me, Father. Please, please, and let them pay for their crimes they're committing. They know that I know what they're doing to me and they don't care. They don't care. They have they have the protection of the the deep state, whoever, they have the protection. They don't get in no trouble. Only you can put a stop to this. Thank you so much, Father, in your holy name. Amen. 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 Okay. Anybody else wanna pray? Well, we thank you. We received those prayers in the name of Jesus. They are received. Amen. Okay. Amen. I'm going to talk a little bit. Let me turn the tape off. And uh, we thank you, Lord, again for those um, different types of prayer. Praying, Thanksgiving, worship, uh, blessings, curse, and faith. So we thank you for the different types of prayers, Lord. Um, Wahida, you sent me a tape. Was it something um I should put play on the call? Um, I when when did I send you? I sending you so much. I don't know which which is it. <laughs> All right, let me look for it. Let me take this. I'm trying to take this recording. What's wrong with this thing? Is my battery going? Give me a sec. 